Welcome to the Social Media Podcast. Today's guest is Isaiah Sterling. Have a listen. Isaiah. Yes, hello. Hello, and welcome to the Social Media Podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time to hang out with me today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. I'm excited too. Um, so we met, I'm trying to remember, about two years ago now. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, and so uh, why don't you uh, tell everyone who you are and where you're from? So my name's Isaiah Sterling. Um, I'm from Cape Girardeau, Missouri. Um, really just got started on social media um, about a year or two ago. Um, I just remember sitting in the classroom thinking to myself, if I don't start to speak up, I don't know if I'm going to lead to the next change or if there's going to be any change. So I figured, you know what, before I start speaking up in the let me try social media. I already knew social media had a huge impact. We were learning about digital citizenship in the classroom. And I was like, okay, this is a great idea. So I started my Twitter account um, and I just started giving student voice, student voice, student voice. So that's basically just opinions on what I thought um, was going on in the classroom or even outside of the classroom. Anything that regarded um, the school system, I was uh, tweeting about it. So after that went on for a while, um, I really connected with so many educators um, and down the line, that came with you, Jennifer, that came with Dave Burgess, that came with Adam Welcome, Beth Huff, you know, just great people um, to connect with and really pull ideas from them to take from them and show them to my educators and say, you know what, Jennifer's doing this, or Beth Huff is doing this. Why can't we incorporate that to go from good to great where we are? Interesting. So you say that you tried social media before you decided to take on a more vocal leadership role in your own school. And so was it then that you, and you just said that you sort of took ideas then back to your school after, which is kind of the, uh, sometimes the opposite of what people do. They're leaders first, and then they sort of extend that leadership to social media. What was the response by the educators in your building when you said, Hey, you know, I've connected with these people online and this is. They, they honestly, they were shook because I, I was giving them, student voice, I was giving them opinion that they had never heard before. And it was stuff like, why are educators doing this when they should be doing this? So, you know, I think it was kind of a, how do we take this? How do we perceive this? Because it was kind of like, is he targeting us? Or is he just giving us fact and opinion to make us better so we can go from good to great? And so in the end, did you gain the trust of the leaders at your school? And sort of how has that in-school part of it evolved from there? Oh, I think most definitely. I mean, it took a while. I remember the first couple uh, months that I started my Twitter, I started speaking out on different things. I think they were kind of hesitant to read, and I think they were hesitant to share. And what really was like the factor with that it was because they were scared to share my stuff 
because of what their administration, the people over them, were going to think about that. But I mean, it is amazing how I started this Twitter, connected with our district superintendent, and he says, Isaiah, go ahead and put it out there because it's true. You keep tweeting. And after he said that to me, I was like, wow, this is making a difference. Social media makes a difference. That's a great, great story. And it's amazing that your superintendent had sort of the confidence in, in himself and in you to be able For to sure. push you forward that way. Yeah. Now, I remember when I first met you, you had created a Twitter chat called yes. We Lead By. Yes. And that is certainly not a very typical thing for a young person. So where did that, the desire to create a Twitter chat come from? Well, you know, I was meeting all of these educators and I was pulling ideas, pulling ideas, and I was sharing ideas. And I just thought to myself one day, I was like, I need something that I can categorize my PLN and get those people in and pull their ideas in. And I was thinking, we're talking about leadership, but leadership usually is just not that one person. It is a group. So we lead by what? What do you lead by doing? So I remember the first day of the chat, it was basically just all about leadership and how working as a team in leadership can lead to that next big change. Beautiful. And then was it at the same time or just after that you started your blog, The Student Look, and what prompted that? The Student Look was a little before, I believe, and basically that blog was for um, the people that I could not reach on Twitter. We have a lot of educators that are very hesitant about using social media we hear a lot of oh well um i don't know i'm not i'm not really good at the whole social media thing so i was like okay i need another platform because they need to hear this information they need to hear it so i started the student look and basically that is just the raw live and authentic student perspective just on a blog and after i released that i had more teachers and educators and Jennifer, even students were finding this blog and they were like, wow, he is, he's, this is so true. This is what we think on a day-to-day -day basis. I love that you say that. What I'd love to, to do is prompt you a little bit more about the student. So it sounds like your target audience for a lot of this was educators, yeah. but what has been the impact on your peers? Has it been well-received, not well-received? Like, what, what does that look like on a day-to-day -day basis at your own school now? It has been so well-received. I, I was surprised. I didn't know how it was going to go, but I'm telling you, it's, I will tweet something in the evening, and the next morning I'll be at school, and they'll be like, Isaiah, that was so true, though. They were like, I had to retweet that because I was thinking that exact same thing in the classroom. And they, we have so many student leaders and maybe not even student leaders, but just students in the classroom that are afraid to take that next step in speaking up because they are afraid of a punishment that's going to come back on them. And basically what I have started at my district is let's start speaking out and not worry about the punishment. And I am speaking out, and there's been no punishment accepted. Now, obviously, with this, we're also teaching digital citizenship, the way that we say what we want to say. You know what I mean? The attitude and the tone of how we say it.
Um, I post some pretty fiery things on my Twitter about our district and things that go on, but I'm, I've just opened up this whole perspective of, do we want to be fake with our information or do we want to be real? Wow. So that could be, and I'm glad you mentioned this because I was thinking it as you were speaking, um, that could get people into trouble. So I do appreciate the fact that you are having constant conversations about how thoughtful we need to be um, before we put something out. I know in, in social media, I talk about, you know, I have a, 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 um, a template for perspective taking, right? Yeah. So for every time I'm... I'm saying something from my perspective. I have to think about the various roles of others who might be listening to my message right. and how that message might be perceived. Um, but but you say being real. I think that that's really important. Have you gotten into any hot water and if, or any of your peers have? Mm-hmm. And if so, how have you learned from that? I Every time I post a tweet about something that has went on during the school day, I am immediately in hot water, but I have these boots on Jennifer that (laughs) I cannot get burned. But the thing is, I didn't always, I wasn't always equipped with those boots. When I first started this, I was just walking in the hot water and I was getting third degree burns all the way through, all the way through. And then I noticed that if we don't put our boots on, we're just going to keep getting knocked down, knocked down for the fact that we're saying that's actually going to help those people get better in the long run. Um, yeah. But certainly you're, temp- you're advocating that you are real, but not like me ever mean spirited exactly. or exactly. anything like and that's that. That's the okay. thing. Um, just recently I had an educator confront me um, and the educator said, I don't appreciate the bashing of us educators on social media. And basically all that I had, all that I was thinking in my mind was it's not necessarily bashing because this situation did happen and I am telling our story to hopefully make somebody else's story impactful, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It does. It does. It's, it can be tricky, tricky waters though, can't it? Oh, yeah. And, and so I appreciate um, the conversations and what you say. And I think that it really is important, um, especially for students who do feel voiceless, um, that they, they learn how to speak up, not just in person, but, but somehow um, that they're able to express their own voices yeah. you know, using technology. There are some students who wouldn't be considered a traditional leader, for, sure. for example, but um, that technology allows them in some way, um, to have a voice where they didn't before. So talk to me about your latest endeavor, which is, I think, a podcast. And did you, are you yes. a co-author as well? Yes. Talk to us about that. Um, so Let Them Speak um, is a book by Rebecca Coda and Rick Jenner that I had the amazing opportunity to work with them on. Um, I'll give you an insight to the story. So Rebecca and Rick came to me Um, After I met Dave Burgess, I got to connect with them and they came to me with this idea. And it was a, it was a book called stories from the playground. And, you know, I got to read the manuscript and immediately when I opened up the first page of the manuscript, I thought this is an elementary based book 
that is only going to impact elementary, elementary educators and possibly community and parents. And then I told them and I was like, I told them that. And they were like, you know what, you're right. And Dave Burgess agreed too. He said, you know what, we need something that can really grasp the entire educational system. So I was like, we want to talk about student voice. We want to talk about student voice. Why don't we just let them speak? Let students speak. So through that, Rebecca and Rick thought of some titles and then finally let them speak um, came upon. Um, after the book was published, uh, I, came, um, I met an administrator, Dr. Stephanie Small at my high school. And we just one day we were like, well, we need a podcast. Because, you know, people are going to listen to a podcast before they read text on Twitter or a blog. So we were like, we need a podcast. We need a podcast. Um, so we started the podcast and Rebecca and Rick were like, go ahead. You do that podcast. Um, so we invited student leadership, administrators, educators, and we really focused on how student voice in the classroom can transform your school, which is the overall message of Let Them Speak. Beautiful. And as you know, um, I, th- I think you've read social media, but certainly oh, for sure. my mandate in social media is to celebrate and shine a light on kids yes. and educators empowering their kids as well. So it really sounds like a very nice compliment to one another. I'm looking forward to reading that. And I really, really appreciate the strides that you have made in the community, Isaiah, well, um, for leadership. I think that's amazing. So where can people find you online? They can find me on Twitter. Uh, my username is I Sterling N. That is I S T E R L I N G and the letter N. Um, and that's mostly where you'll find me. You can also follow my blog, my student perspective blog at the studentlook.wordpress.com. Um, you can Google our anchor podcast or find it on any of my social media, let them speak. You can go to letthemspeak.net for more information on how student voice can transform your school. Amazing. Thank you so much, Isaiah, for taking the time to chat with us, with me. Thank you so much. Have a great day. The Social Media Podcast is a way to continue celebrating students and teachers who are using technology and social media in positive ways, and is a continuation of my book, Social Media, which can be found on Amazon. All links mentioned in the podcast can be found on socialmedia.org under the podcast tab. Content can also be found at jcassatod.com, which is where I blog. If you would like to be featured on social media, or have an idea for a show, please contact me at jcassatod.com. The Social Media Podcast is a proud member of Voice Ed Radio. Your voice is right here. For more great content, go to voiceed.ca.